Welcome back to the Raging Robot Party Cast. We crashed our Ferraris and were hospitalized for months. Yep, that's exactly what happened. It was a police Ferrari too. How did you? How did we even get a police Ferrari? We went to Italy. Oh, no, that's I forget right. where. Uh, <laughs> no, that would check out. But we had them, and they are gone now. And we knew we got a really good deal, and it just would not last with uh, the Patreon well having dried up, and we cannot afford to fix it. So please help us out. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> first and foremost, I'd like to thank our brave men and women on the front lines every day fighting foo. Thank you. Yes. Dave Grohl and... Dave you know, Gruel. he looks a lot like the drummer from Nirvana, doesn't he? Dave Grohl does look a lot like the drummer from Nirvana. <laughs> Do you know he actually played, like, every instrument on that first album? I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He definitely seems to type that he's the only one that actually yeah. knows how to play in a band. He was like, yeah, the Foo Fighters, it's just me. But uh, I'll add some guys later. <laughs> um, yeah, good no, first he's a good albums. guy. Like, uh, oh, yeah. What is it? And the only thing he can get a bit too preachy on his like, there should be no electronics and music thing. It's like well, I kind of get it. I get it too, and I get where you're coming from. At exact same time, it's like there's nothing wrong with mastering an album. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thanks to them for being out there in the streets fighting foo, so we don't have to. Uh. So today's episode is we're just gonna throw softballs at each other because Toy Fair happened this weekend. And uh, there's a lot of really good stuff coming out, and so much of it that I'm kind of upset by it, because that's too much stuff all at once. Um, is there anything you'd like to get into before we get into that? Uh, no, I mean, uh, have we, we've recorded since I've gotten the PlayStation, haven't we? I think, no, we haven't. We so, have not. We have been gone pretty much all winter. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> also, well, welcome. Happy New Year's, people. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had an episode that we recorded before Christmas, and it just sort of didn't come out. So yeah. uh, I'll go ahead and get out of the way. That's going to be a Patreon exclusive, because it is uh, not particularly evergreen. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we're just going to throw it up there as a lost episode that you can hear. I also have a video recording of that time we did the Avengers review yeah. that I can throw up there and probably will. So join Patreon because we broke. Yeah. <laughs> but now, uh, yeah, so Happy New Year's. Uh, over Christmas, I had received a PlayStation. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I never thought I'd get it. I pretty much was just waiting. I'm like, well, once the PS5 comes out, they'll probably stick a budget version of a PS4 out. And I'll just pick yeah, that up because that's, that's what I did what last time. And so I have since beaten uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Was that good? Because I've heard it's good. Horizon Zero Dawn was very good. Like, yeah, like that got under my skin to the point that <laughs> uh, the second game I have actually beaten is Spider-Man for the PS4. You bastard. Yeah, I know. That's all I've wanted to do for like two years now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could throw it on after this. But, uh, yeah, I had Spider-Man. And so... Like, Spider-Man nearly drove me to buy a PS4. Like, I spent time searching and looking and, like, looking at that bundle and looking and looking and looking and just never did well, it. you know my story, right? What's it? So, I was going to get the Spider-Man PS4 bundle, um, not the last Black Friday, but the one before that. Yeah. And there was a Kohl's exclusive one, of all places, 
to where if you bought it, they would give you like this ridiculous Kohl's gift card. Yeah, the Kohl's cash. <laughs> so it's basically cash. like, hey, um, buy a PS4 and you know what? Buy some pants while you're at it too. And I'm like, you know what? That's not bad. I'll do that. Um, did not realize that that deal actually got posted before Black Friday. <laughs> and all of them sold out online before I even queued up to get one. Ah. So I was like, just cry. Just cry inside. Yeah, so that's how excited I was. And so I figured, you know, once I get Spider-Man, I'll probably pause Horizon and beat Spider-Man. But yeah, like, no. Like, <laughs> I beat Horizon, booted Spider-Man, played for the tutorial for five minutes, and then put it back down, went back to Horizon because it got under my skin. And eventually, same thing happened with Spider-Man. I have... I heard it's a good game. It is. I have the underwear costume. Those who know, know. Do you have the amazing Bagman? Yes. Nice. Bagman is, uh, yeah, DLC. Or he's not DLC. Actually, I think he is DLC, but I have all the DLC because I bought the Game of the Year edition because that was the one that Sony puts on sale. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. It's the exact same thing with the Yakuza thing. The Day 1 edition is cheaper. Or, yeah, it's cheaper than the... Normal version. <laughs> Next game I'm currently playing through is Yakuza. Hey, it's on the list, so we'll yes. just get into it now, and I'll cross it off. Let into that. Yeah, so I am just started Yakuza 3. Yeah, um, I told Ryan that you can do that, because I think you're waiting for remasters of... I don't know, are you waiting for remasters of Kiwami or something? Kiwami 1 and 2 are both out. Okay. Kwame One's like fifteen bucks right now, and I'm like, I can pick up Kwame One and play through it. Kwame Two still in the thirty to forty dollar yeah. range, but I'm like, ah, I have three, four, and five here. So yeah, the good thing about these games is you can pretty much drop in from wherever, and they do a very good job of catching you up of what happened last time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because the three is a very good and strangely heartfelt game, and I'm glad that you're playing it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, currently taking care of orphans. Yes, you're fighting men in the street, but also taking care of the kids. It's, yeah, little girl uh, got bullied at school for not having parents, and then you had a teacher that they are the real family. It's a messed up thing to get bullied for. Yeah, and then you go back inside, and the kids didn't eat without them. <laughs> now, you know, honestly, that's probably due more to Japanese and Korean culture than it is truly a no. touching moment, but... No, the main protagonist of Yakuza, Kazuma Kiryu, is a very, very earnest man, which is funny because, like, he's a criminal, (laughs) but he's almost not because he's always very morally sound, and it's strange. Yeah, because there's one section in there where uh, he's like, I was a Yakuza. I was good at destroying people's lives. Almost too good at it. And you're like, when you look back at all the games, it's like, Kiryu... I've never seen you destroy someone's life. I've only seen you help people. It's just like a montage of just Kiryu, like, petting dogs and yeah, drinking like whiskey at the cocktail club. Giving money to homeless people and protecting yeah. homeless people from getting beat up. And, and then the homeless people fight him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Many um, people fight Kiryu for no apparent reason. Yes, I'm glad that... Uh, that was one of your observations, was the fact that everyone in Japan has beef with you. Yeah. Is very astute. That's 
that's what happens. You just try to walk somewhere and someone's mad. <laughs> yep. I was definitely, I was pointing out and saying that it is that too. Two I've been three street fights and only one of them has been a true mugging. The other three have just been people that, yeah, they're mad. They just come up and go, I'm having a bad day. You're going to deal with it. And then they try and fight you. Yeah. I definitely like you end up fighting your own Yakuza as yeah. the first tutorial enemy <laughs> until the other Yakuza finally walks up. <laughs> Hello, fourth chairman. <laughs> or you and the other three Yakuza start freaking out. <laughs> I just like that you can pick up a whole bicycle and just whoop people with it. So yeah, I'm trying reference. to get all the heat specialties. Oh, yes. It's uh, got a pretty good combat system in it. It does. I'm definitely running into the fact that my hands aren't quite as fast as they used to be being 29 years old. I learned that lesson hard <laughs> last night. I drank and learned very quickly. I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> Spent 70% of the day recovering from four drinks. Yeah. Well... You don't seem hungover, so you no. got that going for you. I survived. <laughs> I actually had a girl one time at work freak out about that when I told him. <laughs> this was when cousins were in town, and that was heavy drinking. <laughs> and so I was like, 4 o'clock. I'm like, oh, I'm starting to feel human again. <laughs> one of the girls at work was like, it's 4 o'clock. How it just now starting to get over it. I'm, like, I'm yeah. an old person. That's uh, about 8 o'clock in the morning for me. as well. I'm starting yeah. to feel human. <laughs> Not after drinking, just in life. No. Um, At least you're not one of those dick people. <laughs> I can't do anything till I've had my coffee. Dude, I drank like two cups of coffee today and had a big old sweet tea. And I didn't think I'd have like a high energy vibe, but I was like good to go for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. It just sucks if you overcaffeinate. Like, I think I decided to get breakfast with my mom for work one day and just... We were waiting, and they kept bringing us coffee, <laughs> and you just keep drinking, and I think I ended up four or five cups without thinking. <laughs> I have done that before. Um, me and my friend Victor, who lives out in uh, – I'm not going to dox him. But yeah. <laughs> my friend Victor, who uh, is a good friend of mine, he's going to be in my boots on the ground in Japan soon if he um, hopefully go, gets to go through with that trip. I don't know with everything popping off like it is, but hopefully. Um he is going after I got him into Common Rider, so uh, his uh, life is ruined. <laughs> because right. everything is going to be out there. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were at IHOP one night just chilling and drank like five iced coffees. And I didn't, never thought anything about it because, I mean, it's iced coffee. It just Yeah, they like just keep bringing it back milk. to you and refilling it and drinking, fill, drink, refill. And I was literally laying in my bed like till seven in the morning like, why couldn't I sleep? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not a smart man. Yeah. Um, breaking news. We have another Vince McMahon story. Do we? We do. Uh, apparently, in a book by Justin Roberts, the ring announcer, uh, he discussed a surprisingly wholesome Vince McMahon encounter, for once, in which he called everyone into his office like, Hey, get into my office. I've got something to show you. And everybody's like, okay. And so they go in, and he's got, at the time, the most recent version, probably 2007, of SmackDown vs. Raw. And he's changed, um, I guess he saw a YouTube video where somebody had made the uh, Undertaker and Kane entrance to be uh, John Morrison and Molina's. 
And he was just watching it, laughing his ass off. And he had to share it with everyone. <laughs> he thought it was the like peak of comedy. So Vince McMahon, uh, apparently a fan of the homoeroticism. Who knew? Well, I mean, look at what he does for a living. But <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's acting like a girl. Well, I mean, everyone knows that Vince McMahon loves big, sweaty guys. The bigger you he are, loves, the higher you'll get in the company. He but... loves big, sweaty men. He loves apes, which is interesting, but true. Um, and I do mean apes as in actual That's apes. another thing I noticed with uh, Yakuza, which is just straight up. Uh, when Kiryu's just walking, like, his run's more fluid, but, yeah, like, when he's inside the orphanage and he's doing his walk, he gorilla walks everywhere. Yeah. You gotta just be on your Yakuza swagger, man. <laughs> I do love the opening scene of him just angrily chopping onions, and it's like, you're the slowest <laughs> chopper in the world, man. Angrily chopping onions is a good description of all the Yakuza games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well... I guess we can get into it. Oh, that's another podcast thing. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toy Fair 2020 just happened, and I have picked my main favorite two things, uh, starting with Jazzwares, this is, this is um, AEW, uh, Jazzwares, call me. Um, all Elite Wrestling has toys now, and they all look pretty good. I was extremely surprised. I know that Jazzwares has really stepped up their manufacturing and paint apps and pretty much everything lately. Um, They're the ones who are doing Fortnite at the moment. And uh, what else do they have? I know they had Mortal Kombat and did decent with it. They had Street Fighter at a time. But yeah, um, I know they have that YouTube guy, Blippi. Okay. (laughs) And Peppa Pig. Um, but yeah, um, Jazz Wars AEW figures, they, everyone looks like who they're supposed to look like. Yeah, I know you're saying, and I'm about to look at it right now, uh, Brandy's gotten redone and looks a bit better now, right? I think so, because I know the one that they showed on TV in that spot didn't quite look right, and it could have just been the angle she was holding it from. Yeah, that. Yeah, but since, um... Since they showed that on TV, I feel like they've redone that one, or maybe it was just the lighting or the angle or something, but it looks fine. It looks like Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, it does. In Jazzwares' defense, uh, uh, Brian from Wrestling With Regret was also saying that female wrestling figures just don't, for whatever reason. A lot of times, they are off, and it's really unusual. Um, Jack Specific was real bad about them. I know that there was one that, uh, God dang it, I don't remember what wrestler it was, but she was not black, but her figure was. Ah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, was a bad effect because it just did not look right on her. Um, it looked like she basically had a really heavy, 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 way heavy spray tan on <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, they have, looks like, on certain figures, two variants. Um, I know that Chris Jericho has his almost New Japan Painmaker outfit with the jacket and probably the hat. And then he's just got his ring gear. 
Um, he wrestled as Painmaker in AEW already, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looking at it, they all look good. Uh, yeah, Chris is out there with the jacket. Well, jacketless. Let me pull this up. Kenny gets a pointing finger. Cody gets a hammer. I know Chris comes with the belt. Yeah, and that belt actually looks really good for a um, action figure belt, basically. <laughs> Young Bucks get a bro fist. Yep, and they have the uh, chest joint to where they can do their pose Pose, and lean off to the side, which is really good. They all have that joint, but that was especially important for them to have. Yeah. Uh... A lot of people were initially like, oh, guess what? The... (laughs) Other member of the elite doesn't get a figure, and then it's like Hangman's figure is revealed like two days later. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always just yeah. MJF comes with the mic. I'm gonna be real surprised if that Burberry scarf gets released with him. Yeah. I would imagine they might have to fudge some details on that. <laughs> uh, but you never know. Oh, that's John Moxley. Okay. Yeah, John Moxley looks pretty good. Um, I am wondering if they're going to update it with an eye patch, or if he will no longer have the eye patch by the time the figure comes out this summer. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Up close, he looks a bit better. I was about to say, is that uh, Tyson? But no. <laughs> so I say Tyson would be the most random person they could pick. Let's. See. Okay. Yeah. These are the different heads they can come with. There's a chase edition. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They have different. Variations. I know Kenny's going to have, and I don't know if it's a variant, um, one of his ring jackets. I don't know what character it belongs to, but it's somebody. Cody gets, like, gold pants in one of them. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Lucha Brothers are getting released, and they yeah. have other figures already coming out already. So, <laughs> I guess for... It's the uh, Legends of Lucha line or whatever. Okay. Um, Jazzers is also doing Micro Machines, which yeah, that's what I'm looking at right was now. not part of my pick, but it is now. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking through the Micro Machines. Hey, you want to break your kid's net or... Kids. Micro Machines, sometimes you have to defend your house from burglars. Sometimes you gotta. I am super hyped that, um, Dustin Rhodes is getting a new figure. Yeah. I'm a big fan, so it's cool. Um, I guess that's Is about some... all I can say on those. I do know that Cody also has the variant where he's in his Star Trek shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've said. Look at right now. Those are just reposts of the same ones, okay? Yeah. My other pick, um, which is honestly kind of shocking, was that not only are we getting an actual pretty good overall Ghostbusters line for both adult collectors and kids, uh, we are also getting just straight-up re-releases of the original The Real Ghostbusters toys. Yeah. And, oh, man, like, I'm excited for that one because I have desperately missed all mine since the day I no longer had them. And it's almost, like, weirdly bittersweet because it's like, yeah, I can get them back, and I can get them back for fourteen ninety nine a piece. I know this figure should not probably be fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I know that a carded example of it, like, Vintage would be way more, but there's no way this cost us back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Ecto-1 looks amazing. I tried to get Presley excited for uh, the 
uh, proton pack, but she was just kind of like, Meh. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at it. I'm like, it definitely looks cool, and I definitely think there got to be some kids out into it. And I'm like, uh, admittedly, there are probably going to be some kids that also are not yeah. into that. I'm like, come on. I played with that forever when I was a kid. <laughs> now, as you're saying, they have the adult line, too. And the adult line, I imagine, never in a million years will be able to afford this, or not for a long while, but comes with a neuron wand. Oh, the neuron wand thingy? Yeah. Yeah. That is the Hasbro Pulse exclusive item. Um, and that, by yeah. my best estimation, it's probably up for pre-order right now, and it's probably at least $200, if not a little bit more. <laughs> I like Gozer. Very random figure there. I do love any figure of Gozer. Um, and I will say that the adult collector, like the Black Series line for Ghostbusters, all of those likenesses look pretty good. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, the actual kid-friendly ones that also have the uh, actor's license um, likeness, rather, but are more done in the style of the old Kenner ones, those are actually really good, too. I kind of appreciate having a like movie accurate, but also what they should have looked like on the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, style. <laughs> yeah. So I will probably end up with a set of both, because I am a sucker. <laughs> Yeah, they got Zool there, too. Mm-hmm. And that vintage Slimer is really talking to me, because I never had that one as a kid. I had yeah. the Extreme Ghostbuster Slimer, which honestly was not very good. Ah. <laughs> um, the other ghosts in the series were good, but that one was just kind of a miss. Stay Puff. Yeah, I gotta get that Stay Puffed. Never had it as a kid. Wanted it. I know it's terribly out of scale, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, looking at them, it definitely looks good. My honorable mention... One is the G.I. Joe collector series, the Declassifieds. Um, it's great that we're getting G.I. Joe at retail again. I'm for it. I do not understand why you would make this six inches. <laughs> I know that G.I. Joe started their life as 12-inch figures. Those aren't the ones I grew up with. I admittedly had a couple, but a G.I. Joe to me should be... 3.75 to 4 inches, and these are not. But I am extremely glad that they have kind of moved away from the exact same vintage style for each one and have kind of modernized them. Yeah, looking at them. Because it's like, just give me another boring Duke in Roadblock in his same attires and Scarlet and a leotard, and I'll just vomit. I'm sick to death of those. I never want to see those designs again. Scarlet's definitely looking cool. Scarlet looks like the best of any of them. She even has freckles yeah. um, on her face, which is real good. They have really stepped up the digital face prints and scans lately. Um, I know <laughs> that uh, we spoke with them earlier that Jazzwares has the G.I. Joe license as well as Jada Toys to do diecast ones, but I'm really wondering what Jazzwares is doing. Because I would imagine it's going to be a four-inch line, similar to what they're doing with Fortnite, which are basically almost already G.I. Joes. I was about to say, in all honesty, they're probably just a single license away. Who knows? Maybe they'll talk together. I mean, currently, Deadpool is currently one of the available, or the skin you have to earn this season in Fortnite. Yeah. So Anything can happen. Yeah, um, uh, Roadblock, and we were saying this, they modernized them, but they also modernized a weapon, so Roadblock now has, like, a laser machine gun. 
Yeah, which I kind of like it because it's the best of both worlds. It's sort of like a happy medium between the cartoon and the comic books. Yeah. Because in the comics, they always had real guns, and in the cartoon, they always shot lasers. So, (laughs) Yeah. Like Duke's um, M16 that's got like a laser rifle end of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And of course, Snake Eyes, but it doesn't look like... Did they take Snake Eyes out of the box, at least? Oh, there's uh, out-of-the-box samples of Snake Eyes. The Hasbro Pulse exclusive one definitely has just regular guns and swords and Ooh. a little display for it. You get some shoes, too. Yeah, I'm really thinking about the um, Asics Storm Shadow shoes, <laughs> if I can find them. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. They look cool. Uh, hats. Though, unfortunately, flat bill. I, I can't wear a flat bill. Yeah. I look like I'm trying entirely way too hard <laughs> whenever I wear a flat bill. Like, yeah, because I have friends like, why do you wear baseball instead of flat bill? And then I put on a flat bill. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I um, used to wear fedoras back before they had a meeting. Yeah. I uh, I brought you to that meeting. Because <laughs> I, too, once did that. And uh, don't do that. The only person who can wear fedoras is uh, Shotar Hidari from Kamen Rider Double. Ah. <laughs> but um, I just dropped my pen. So my last honorable mention is Spin Masters. This is Batman line. Uh, Spin Master has really come out of left field with the DC license, and they are running off with it because they're doing pretty good. For one, it's in my favorite scale. Um, for two, well, they're making a lot of characters that I really like out front. And at the same time, they're kind of not, which is weird. But I also feel like they're making ones that haven't really been made a whole lot. Um, yeah, it looking seems at it. like their early emphasis is on creatures for villains. So we've got that first wave that's got Killer Croc, Man Bat, and if you want to call the Clayface figure a figure, it's there. It's the one that's packaged with the motorcycle, but it's barely articulated. Um, oh, and King Shark. And okay, so they're all yeah. just big, beefy monster men. So, <laughs> other than Joker and, Ooh, I think that's it for villains for right now. But they just announced some new ones. I know that well, Talon's I mean, coming, which is looking a at shock. these. It's interesting because like Copperhead's there. Yeah, Copperhead's one of them. Uh, they got Talon in there. They got Killer Moth, who is a really cool design for Killer Moth, honestly. And uh, Catwoman. That's a big say, one that looks me. like Brainiac. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, they got a lot of cool ones here. Definitely gold skinned Batman. The reason uh, why they're only an honorable mention right now is because I want my Batgirl figure. <laughs> and they have not announced it yet. There's been a leak of a Batwoman, which is interesting, to get her first. But come on. We were also just discussing this earlier. And- just to kind of talk about it a little bit, I guess, yeah, blind boxes have taken off now, and so yeah. they all come with blind box toys. This is one integration of it that I really don't mind, because um, those accessories really don't make or break the figure. Um, the one who I think fared the best was Nightwing. Um, he usually has either his, well, all of them come with a little weird clip-on gauntlet and... I guess batons. Yeah. And then uh, he has scuba gear, which is interesting. <laughs> I really like that. Just as 
I think in general, yeah. I love any figure with scuba gear, especially if it doesn't really affect the aesthetic and you can just take it off. Um, and I think one of them comes with a battering and the other is just some kind of okay. bat launchy grappling hook thing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess this may make sense later if the rumors are true, but the quarter owls, an owl. Yeah, that's Talon, right? Yeah, I believe that's Talon. Yeah, that one's good. Um, Interesting meeting Harley there. Yeah, I just want, like, give us a regular Harley, too. I know they already made a 12-inch one. Um, oh, yeah, there's Cassandra Kane. Or, I'm sorry. Oh, you're looking at the mini Imagine Next ones? Yeah. Yeah, those are interesting now. They Instead of a blind bag, it's a thing that you literally slam on the ground and the figure busts up out of it. <laughs> seems cool, but also seems like a lot of plastic waste. Uh, welcome to the world of blind things. I know. Everything is a lot of terrible plastic waste. Because they had one on clearance, and I'm just sort of collecting the interesting figures in that scale. I got the Fortnite loot pinata. Uh, did not realize that that is an actual damn pinata when I bought it, but <laughs> I opened it and it was a nightmare. It was full of confetti and I was pissed <laughs> and everything was in its own little individual bag and it was just so much waste. <laughs> not yeah. as wasteful as LOL toys. My daughter got one of them and never again. <laughs> Well, don't they, like, for some of the LOL, they almost have, like, gosh darn, uh, what is it, like, Hellraiser mystery box. Yeah, um, like, a lot of them have a little... Slide open and pool. Yeah, there's a puzzle aspect to them um, where you have to figure it out and unlock it. And <laughs> you LOL never, limit configuration. <laughs> you never know. Maybe that will be the thing. All right, we're going to have to pause for just a moment. See? And we back. All right, sorry about that. I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, uh, we were talking about, I still think, <laughs> about some of the figures, but anyways, to go back, uh, the heavy rumor right now that has been swirling is that the Arkham series is going to continue with Court of Owls next. We're talking the video games, right? Right. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, we're going to see it. That was one of the last decent modern well, I think stories. that was, yeah, that was pretty much the only one that, like, when, was that New 52 or no? It was definitely before. Yeah. That's one of the bit last Not modern ones. Not much, but... People point at yeah. and go, there's still some interesting stuff, and they go quarter owls, yeah. and the, the comic book gets credit. It's, it's definitely cool and has a cool little thing in there. My favorite thing I saw posted this week was, Jim Lee awakes from four-day nap to find he's in charge of DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some extremely huge breaking news, actually, that happened yesterday. Yeah. Uh... Bob Iger. Oh, uh, yeah, but that was planned. Most likely, but... No, it was. That was always the thing that he was going to do. Um, Dan DiDio is no longer the head of DC Comics, and I say good riddance. I don't like you. Bye. <laughs> well, was he, was he like uh, Ike for Marvel, where... Um, so... He was very much stuck in his ways of there's a certain era of comics that he really likes... And yeah. nothing else is as good. And he did not like one of my favorite characters and often undercut her existence. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no. If you mess with the Stephanie Brown, I'm happy when you leave, I guess. Good riddance. I know, Bye. Uh, yeah. 
Marvel's old CEO. He's since been once uh, Disney took over, but yeah, Ike, Ike Perlmutter. Ike Perlmutter. He was a 1950s businessman, and yeah. that's what he stayed for the whole entire time he was over Marvel. Yeah, he is. He was good. the one that tried to kill uh, X Men because they didn't have the license to X Men. And so, in his mind, if yeah. you don't have uh, the movie rights anyway, yeah. the movie rights anyway, there's no point to keep him around. And so he canceled all the X Men comics, took him out of all the video games, all because he couldn't, he didn't want to advertise for Sony, as I believe he called it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to call attention to any of Fox's stuff. Oh yeah, he didn't want to advertise for Fox. It's like I will uh, go on the record and say there's only a handful of good Fox X Men movies. And most of them are barely X-Men movies. <laughs> I'm about to say. X-Men First Class. Great. Deadpool. Great. Deadpool 2. Great. I think that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of those, throw them in the trash. Uh, what, you don't like the Brian Singer? Uh, the less said about Brian Singer, the better. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, well, I guess it's that part of the show where I try to convince Ryan to watch Common Rider and he still doesn't do it. Well, he did that one time. <laughs> yeah, but I did. I had Amazon. Now I just I need to go upstairs yeah, and start Black. Is that the one you're trying to get me? Uh, I mean, you can. Black's pretty good. Right now, I'm pretty deep into Common Rider Double. It's very good, and I'm still watching the current series, which is Zero One, which is also very good. Okay. Um, I recommend doing both. Double and zero one because zero one's still week to week, so you'll have stuff to watch when you wait for Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, my favorite thing about this franchise is almost the same as Yakuza in that most of the heroes are just very earnest dudes. Yeah, and Bandai is evil almost because almost everything you see in one of those shows you can probably buy. They're really interesting about uh, like in Double. There is a fashion brand introduced in the first couple episodes called Windscale, which for some reason uses the Evanescence font. <laughs> and uh, I think you could buy like Windscale fedoras and Windscale like vests and suits and belts. <laughs> um, you can definitely buy Aruto Heaton's uh, corned beef hoodie. He wore a hoodie for the first couple of episodes that just says corned beef on it for some reason. <laughs> well, I know. Well, it's the exact same. I was about to say the exact same thing we do here in America, where you see people walking around with Asian tattoos. Yeah, the exact same thing happens over there, where they just walk around with English randomly split across things. Like I know someone was telling the story in Korea of like a little girl just dressed in a newspaper <laughs> that just had a gruesome murder splashed across the front of it. Oh Jesus! Because. They just think the English is cool. The yeah. exact same way over here that you just see a bunch of bros with Japanese because Japanese lettering looks cool. Yeah. Big old. Yeah, it's uh, still amazing to see the effect all these years later that Ninja Turtles had of, can you do this just so we can sell a toy? Sure. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it ruined the whole entire Batman film. <laughs> or did it make it better? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so... I have some audio from Heck that I'd like to play for you. All right. So, as you know, I watch the show 90 Day Fiance. I'm not proud, but I do it. Uh, this new season before the 90 Days just started, and uh, it's already real good. 
And by real good, I mean it's a, it's a hot trash fire. So there is an individual by the name of Lisa. Um, she's like Angela from Seasons Prior, but way worse. And both, she kind of looks like if you put Miss Piggy in the microwave for a while. Um, that's what she looks like. And she has a friend who looks like a horrifying clown mask, but just painted like a regular person. Um, these are the sorts of people who are currently on the show. All right. <laughs> and she's with a man from Nigeria. Um, I'll give you one guess as to what his profession is. A sprinter. I understand why you guessed that, but no. I'll give you one more. Oh, something in IT? No. I understand why you guessed that. What is his profession? He's a rapper. Okay. Do you want to know? And she is 53. He is not 53. Guess his name. It is the name of an already famous rapper. Usher? I don't know. That's not a bad guess. His name is Soja Boy. Okay. <laughs> not Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. And um, apparently she really, really believes in this love and that everything is real because he wrote her a song. And I'm going to play that song for you in very bad audio quality right now. All right. USB Entertainment. It's me, Soldier Boy. I will get with you. Soldier's Nation. Baby girl, I will stay with you. I'll be with you. Baby girl, I'm in love with you. Waiting for you to tap out. Hello, baby girl, Lisa. I'm listening to, uh, what is it, the auto-tune he's using primarily, just... (laughs) You do need to pray for her, so good. Oh, sorry. Tapping out. You can go the whole song if you want, but... (laughs) We'll tap out here. We're not going to play the whole song. song. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. We need to tap out eventually. So, yeah, that was audio from Heck. Um, it might be a segment on the show. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think we could figure that one out. Um, so, yeah, uh, hopefully we never hear it again, even though I know that we will hear it 40 more times throughout this season. Um, looking at our run sheet, almost everything is scratched off. We do have a Coke Energy in front of us, uh, by which I mean cocaine. No, it's actually <laughs> Coke Energy. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you were saying that Monster wasn't told of this, right? I believe they were not told of this and were very upset because Coca-Cola is their current parent company. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, I mean, when you're such a big company, you have no one else to compete against, so you just start randomly competing against oneself. Yeah. You know, like... Bring back RC Edge. <laughs> That's a deep cut. I hope someone understands that. <laughs> I'm not saying you're in the wrong state to say RC, but... If you're out there, our one listener, <laughs> and you understand RC Edge as a reference, write in. I would say bring back Surge, but they did. They did. It was pretty good. Yeah. Better than I remembered, because I remember it being nasty. <laughs> we tried that. We did, and it did not make the air. No. Wasn't there another one that we tried? Oh. Or not that. Uh, there's been a few, like, energy drink or few soda energy drink combinations. Now, I could have swore that when I was looking up 
random drinks to try. I could have swore that this had come up before. Okay. That they had made an extra caffeinated Coke before, but I guess maybe this time they added the guana B vitamins. All right. It's got bat shit in it? Well, I mean, it has energy drink in it, meaning that, yes, it has bad stuff in it. No, I mean, like, it's got guano in it? Guana. Guana. That's a hard word to say. Yeah, not say. (laughs) I'm like, Ryan's not saying it right. Let me try to say it. I can't say it either. (laughs) That thing that's in every energy drink that people just sort of accept and go. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah. I've actually been listening to a show, um, it's very good, called The Dream, where they're kind of studying, like, the supplement and all that industry. And, uh, wow, that's horrifyingly unregulated. It could be anything. (laughs) No, yeah, you can basically stick, and that's why one year for Christmas, uh, I made cracker candy. You can look it up online. And uh, I was like, I'll give coffee, but because... I'm that extra. I went out and got Death Wish, which is, oh, man. at that point in time, the world's strongest coffee. <laughs> yeah. And gave them that. But I was like, well, half the people don't drink coffee. And so I gave everyone that drink coffee Death Wish, and everyone else got cocaine energy drinks. Nice. Because those are the third strongest. Remember Balls? Yes. The energy drink? Balls is still around. I don't remember it being good. I just remember that being a huge thing with gamers back in the Yeah. My favorite was Vamp. It's my favorite early aughts energy drink. It's an all-black can. Had some goth font on it in red. It's for when the sun goes down. Every so often, I still <laughs> sneak in a a Viper, but Viper. That red can, and they just over caffeinate or they over carbonate it, so it has a Viper bite. Are you talking about Venom? Venom, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I was like, is this one I don't know about? <laughs> no, Venom, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to sip this Coke Energy real quick and see what it's all about. Drinking on the party cast. This tastes like Coke. Yeah, I about to say. <laughs> it tastes like Coke. Coke that somebody spilled some spice in. Yeah, it's slightly flatter. Yeah, but beyond that, I this, can detect that. <laughs> this tastes like Coke. Um, so I guess, I mean... It does taste like a flat holiday variety. Yeah, like... <laughs> I guess mission accomplished here. It's not bad. I've had worse. I would rather drink a monster over it. Yeah, about to say. One of the white label ones. Because, you know, I gotta watch my figure. Says the most unhealthy man. Yeah. Now, what did I end up? I don't know. Would I give up my triple size Red Bull for it? Who knows? There's a triple size Red Bull. I think it goes all the way up to quadruple size. Jeez. Yeah, I bought the triple size one at work once, and all the lines were busy, and so I went to Starbucks and asked them if they could check me, and the lady that was standing there waiting for her coffee is like, What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Those were back in the days that I'd mess up my heart rhythm from too much caffeine. <laughs> so, I've told you the Soul Calibur 2 story, right? Maybe. You probably have, but I've probably just forgotten it. <laughs> One summer when I had initially moved to Texas, like DFW area before I ever moved here, um, I think I drank like five or six Red Bulls as a teenager. 
and I just wasn't feeling anything. But I, I just drank him because I just liked him. And so I, tra- I laid down in bed that night, and my heart rate was just like... Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, yep, can't sleep. So I just stayed up to like 11 the next morning, literally just playing So Calibur 2 all night. It happens for me. It was always... Uh... That's how I watched the girl with the dragon tattoo franchise was. I had a old Sony TV that weighed like legitimately like three hundred pounds. Please don't you still have it. Uh, no, <laughs> an old Sony rear projected oh, somehow okay. HD that weighed like legitimately. I'm not lying, like three hundred pounds. It took four it. of us to drag it upstairs. And just for whatever reason, when I couldn't sleep at. Two o'clock in the morning, I'd get up, watch Girl with Dragon Tattoo, and go back to bed at five. <laughs> and then get up, watch Girl who kicked the hornet's nest. I just do ten milligram melatonin tablets anymore, and I'm just goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I have a resistance to melatonin now because I overtook it. I did that once because I was taking them like I used to take sleeping pills. Yeah, um, which was a habit. And I would take handfuls. And um, I was also taking valerian root at the same time. And I had a real interesting week because it all stacked up. <laughs> what about to say? Everything was kind of in slow motion and slightly underwater. <laughs> yeah, melatonin can cause fever dreams for those that don't have never overtaken it or taken 10 pills at once like I have. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. It's. No. Uh, I feel like as you get older, it just works. <laughs> because... It never really worked right for me, and that's why I would keep taking them. And then I tried the liquid version, and I was like, this is, I don't know, this is, oh, good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just started doing the 10 milligram tablets, and now I have <laughs> I have CBD melatonin gummies in there, but. Uh, I bet those are nice. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I don't take the CBD oil a lot. I'll take it once or twice, but. Yeah. Do you have to do it, like, subdermal or whatever? Yeah, under the tongue. Yeah. I have a pen, but I just I let the oil go old. And so oh. in order to use the pen, it requires me, like, sucking out 20 pounds of gunk before mm. I can reuse it. And so I'm like, eh, until yeah. I get it brand new. Sounds unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Set. There's no point in me. Yeah. Um. Oh, I had an idea for a segment. On the subject of Common Writer five minutes ago. Okay. I'm just going to select a random writer from throughout history, and I'm going to have you do your best guess as to what their deal is. All right. Googling. And so I imagine what am I, like, guessing their kick, what they're based off of? Um, basically, what's their gimmick? What do they do? Okay. All right. This is a grainy image of Common Rider Super One. What do you think his deal is? I would imagine he's most likely a. The antennas seem to tell me bug. Well, they're all more or less bugs. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not wrong. Um, do you feel like there's any particular profession he may have held before becoming a writer? I'm gonna go with he may have been a Japanese wrestler before he was a writer. Interesting pick, and you know what? I can kind of see it. But he's an astronaut. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he was, in fact, uh, volunteered to become a common writer for NASA. 
<laughs> so that he could go to space. <laughs> because uh, this stuff's great. He's also one of the few where it allegedly took place in America, but it's probably pretty obviously not America. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's those Doctor Who things of, there are episodes that take place in America, but yeah, like the one time that they actually really went to America, they like made a big deal of it. We're yeah. filming in America. It's like that show, um, 911 Lone Star, that's supposed to take place in Austin and is blatantly not Austin at all. <laughs> yeah. Or what was it? Psych filmed in Canada? Everything films in Canada. No, I know. Parts of, well, almost all the X-Files until they moved to L.A., I think. We're all up there because you get good deals. They have interesting television up there, actually. There's probably no union. If I had to guess about it. My mom uh, often flips through Hulu and finds random old canceled shows. Yeah. She's like, why do I never see this? And every single time I look it up, it's Canadian. Yeah. I'd imagine it's some union getting around which you know support your unions they're important um they are all right so we do have one more other thing to try do we yes what do we try we have peeps oh okay but not just any peep all right we got they look to be beige can you can to try and take a guess what they are uh, I'm going to flagrantly read off the packaging. Oh, it tore. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. I'll flip it upside down. Okay, let's do this. So it's got a chocolate base on it. Um, I'm going to stick this chicken in my mouth. Oh, it's got caramel in it. Yeah. <laughs> it is a filled peep. You know what? It's bad. I don't mind this at all. <laughs> 10 out of 10. What do you eat again? That's actually way better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But say, I imagine they probably partnered with Nestle instead of Hershey, because that's a way better quality chocolate than yeah. Hershey typically has. Because I about to say that's actually probably what's helping it the most, is it actually is a rather good quality chocolate on the bottom of it. Yeah, overall, that's pretty pleasant. That it is. It's normally like, I like peeps, but I don't go out of my way to eat them anymore, and I think it's just like a texture thing. Yeah. It's like I'm eating chewy sand. So, <laughs> um, well, yeah, that was quite pleasant. All right. So, um, filled Delights Peeps. If you're out there. Chocolate Caramel Swirl. Yeah, they're not bad. Sponsor our show. <laughs> Whoever owns Peeps, yeah. <laughs> there was a... Uh, Post from Sapporo USA earlier, and I just commented, "Sponsor our show," <laughs> because I'm desperate. And if you can just send beer, that'd be great. Um, just send us all the rejected beer flavors, and we'll try on air for y'all, Sapporo. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear the lost episode or see the video that was filmed a long time ago, hit us up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Raging Robot Partycast. We out there. Um, we have our... Man, I forgot the Million Dollar Man theme, but it's okay. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> we still have our stickers. We still have plenty of them. They're the cool ones. The retro style with the Ferrari that I think we're going to stick with for a while because it's real cool. Um, for copyright purposes, it's not a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You should buy one. I'm surprised I haven't put one on my car yet. 
Um, but yeah, overall, Toy Fair was nice, and uh, looks like it's going to be an expensive year for some of us. <laughs> um, and we haven't 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 even gotten to Comic Con yet. Now, oh god, <laughs> that's going to be like next month, isn't it? Now, July typically. Oh, okay, you're right. You're right. That is when we recorded that one. Now, C two E two is this week. Oh god, <laughs> but I also don't. You think they'll show any figures or anything at C2E2? They will. There's always reveals at C2E2. Okay. Because there's always exclusives, too. For Chicago and things, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I had some C2E2 mini-mates at a time. Uh, back when I still collected mini-mates. Anyway, uh, this has been the Raging Robot Party Cast. That's Ryan. I'm Josh. We hope you enjoyed this uh, mediocre audio for decent people. I believe... Um, I don't think you can vote in the primary anymore, right? It was Super Tuesday, like, Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Well, vote in anything and everything you can. It's super important if you are not satisfied with the way things are right now. I did it. I felt good about it. I'm going to keep doing it. I've donated to a campaign. So, do your thing. Fix America. Definitely. um, Yeah. um, I have no other moral things to harp on. Toys and nerd stuff. See you next time. <laughs> See you next time. Have a good Ash Wednesday just to date this. Oh, yeah. Um, evergreen content as ever. <laughs>